0: Good morning and greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus, and it's because of the Lord Jesus that any of us are here. It really uh, boils down to that, isn't it, because of the Lord Jesus. That makes uh, such a difference uh, for all of us. Good to be here with you this morning and just being in the uh, Sunday school class and and, uh, think about love. And the the uh, love that's real practical. Thank you. Well, turn with me to John chapter fourteen. I want to read one verse there and one verse in then John chapter sixteen. Uh, just before I read the uh, text, there are uh, understatement. There are some amazing promises in Scripture. Uh, and there are some that are direct that Jesus directly gave. Others are written in the epistles and so forth. And uh, they're all very important. All of the promises that we find in Scripture are all important. Some of them may seem more important. That depending on what season in life you're in, or what's happening in your life, what circumstances there are, we need those promises. We Latch on to them. We find them, and we uh, we uh, love the promises of God, and that that's uh, that's what they are there for, for us and to help us. One of the promises uh, I want to look at a promise that Jesus gave. Uh, I want to look at that this morning, and well, probably all of them. We we really need them all the time, but sometimes we just. Uh, Recognize our need of them, of them more than others, depending on what's happening in our life and our circumstances. John chapter 14 and verse 27. Uh, I'll just pick out verse 27 to read and I'll talk a little bit about the context then. Jesus says, and he's talking to his disciples, and this is just uh, days, weeks, before his... Suffering and death, and then his, a little bit later, his ascension. And he's talking about his leaving them. Verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then in chapter 16, uh, Jesus continues his discourse, or maybe it's several different discourses here close together chapter 16 verse 33 the last verse in that chapter these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in the world you shall have tribulation be of good cheer I have overcome the world Jesus is talking again to his disciples and uh, as I as I've looked at this uh, Jesus talked to his disciples about leaving and he's talked to them and told them also there's Uh, a little bit about suffering coming. And I can imagine the disciples had, you know, most of this just went, zoom, straight over their heads. They had really no concept of what was coming. And it wasn't the disciples' fault. We don't know what's coming either in our coming days. Uh, So the disciples didn't know Jesus was talking about them, about his uh, referred to his suffering and death, and then he talked about his leaving as well. And again, the disciples, they really had no reason to really comprehend what he was talking about. And uh, that's in the context Jesus is saying this. He's leaving them, and he was saying he's sending the Holy Spirit to, to be with them. He will be God's representative on the earth while after he leaves and so forth, and Jesus talks about that in chapter 14, and a little bit of that in chapter 16 as well. And then with that, he's, uh, well, Jesus says he's leaving, and we we know this story. We can read this, and yeah, Jesus is leaving, and he's in heaven right now at the Father's right hand. That's where he is today, and we know he's there interceding for us always working out, always working for our good uh, and uh, not at any time absent, negligent or off duty or anything like that. Jesus is representing us, taking care of us spiritually even when, while he's in heaven. And not at any time is he toying with us or just, you know, uh, playing with us either. He's really, he is taking care of us. To us is the same promise as he was giving to the, as they gave to the disciples here peace i leave with you my peace i give unto you and then he's uh, then a little while later he left and these promises continue for us today his promise to give us his peace i was going to say reaches to us today well that sounds like it maybe just about doesn't his promise is just as real today as it was for the disciples, just before he left. So let's look at Jesus and his peace a bit here this morning. The peace of Jesus, uh, one of the reasons, and we have several scriptures, one of the reasons Jesus has the right to make the claim that he does, that he does have peace to give. Just notice uh, Way back in Isaiah's day, uh, Isaiah prophesied a very familiar verse. We know it. For to us a child is born unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And obviously this is a, a, a prophecy about Jesus, about the Messiah coming. The Prince of Peace and uh, Jesus is that Prince of Peace, and he was here talking to the disciples about peace. So he had a right to talk about peace because he's the Prince of Peace, uh, the Champion of Peace. We could use different terms there. He has the right to talk about peace. He can give because he is the Prince of Peace. Just talking a little more general here about, uh, about Jesus and peace. In Ephesians chapter two, Paul puts it this way in his discussion about the Jews and the Gentiles being brought together. He says in verse fourteen, "For He, Jesus, is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. He is our peace, and that's uh, uh, just bringing that verse to show that He has He has the." has the right to talk about peace. He has the right to give peace because he is our peace. And in this case, he's, he's brought together the, he's the one who brought together the Jews and the Gentiles. Both Jew and Gentile need the same Savior, need the same Lord, need the same, and make up the same body, the church, the body of Christ. And Jesus accomplished that. So he is, he knows everything about peace there is to know. He is my personal peace as well. That's what he's part of. What he's talking about here in verse in John chapter fourteen and sixteen, my peace I give to you, even personally. Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be fearful or afraid. Jesus has the right to talk about his peace that he can give. The second thing notice here, Jesus refers to his, uh, in in. Uh, verse uh, in john chapter 14 and says not as the world gives give i to you and uh, it was interesting to do a little study there in the past as i've looked at that read that always just thought oh gee, this primarily in it may primarily refers to jesus doesn't give peace like the world world's idea of peace is and uh, looking doing a little bit of study there Some commentators give the idea that Jesus may have been, also have been talking about his leaving here, because he's talking here in the context of his leaving, he's talking to his disciples, and my peace I give to you, and I'm not leaving you uh, as the world leaves, or as, I'm not leaving you, you won't experience what you often do with people, or Uh, On the human level, he's speaking in the context of his leaving, he's not leaving them as they're used to being treated, left alone, abandoned, feeling empty, Uh, left empty, left feeling empty and so forth. Jesus may have been referring to that as well, Uh, but I also think Jesus is saying here his peace that he's giving isn't like... Mere human attempts at peace, if it's one way of saying it, human attempts at peace. Just stop and think, or think with me a little bit, when people in the in the in the uh, well, the global sense in uh, uh, in the affairs of people, affairs of governments, and so forth, and in even people in general, when they talk about peace. And especially in uh, in, in a uh, in in the national or international setting, and so forth, peace. Talk about peace, making peace, or and so forth. Uh, not war. Not uh, not at each other. Peace is sort of a uh, a an absence of strife is peace. Ceasefire, stop hurting each other for a little while at least. Even if you still desire to, I mean, that's that's basically what a ceasefire is. They, they stop shooting at each other once, so they can uh, regroup. <laughs> Hopefully, they can iron things out. And maybe, maybe feel a little better about each other. Human attempts at peace, a ceasefire, tolerating each other, have as little to do with each other as possible. But you know, we tolerate each other. A human attempts at peace. Uh, Jesus says His peace isn't that way. Uh, in our, just had to think in our country's politics, not to become political, but in our country's politics, getting along and working with people of differing opinions just has become very difficult. Have you noticed that uh, those of those of us who are a little older? <laughs> may think of a little bit more compared to how it used to be. Uh, Republicans, Democrats, at least, they attempted to work together to come to decisions that were at least acceptable. But we see less and less of that. Uh, people are choosing to insult and put down and disrespect those they disagree with. Opposing opinions need to be getting rid of. We don't we don't talk, we don't share, we don't work it out. The world's attempts at peace are a far cry from the peace that Jesus gives. <clears throat> Let's look at some of the effects of his peace. And in, in verse 14, and remember he's not giving us peace, the mere peace that people atten- attempt to create and, and achieve. But he has a whole lot more effects of peace. How do you define peace? How would you define it? Again, no war, no turmoil, no disorder. Well, that's sort of a lack of things. Peace has a little more substance to it, does it not, than just a vacuum or a lack of things. Peace has more, is more than that. Jesus says, I give you my peace in verse 14, Then your heart will not be troubled or fearful. The idea there of troubled, agitated, stirred up, unsure. Uh, Maybe a few words there that, that fit there. Troubled, agitated, stirred up, unsure. Anxious may be a good word. Anxiety, anxiousness uh, could fit there as well. Well, Fearful. Your heart won't be fearful. The Lord word they're fearful, uh, referring to even the idea of being intimidated. You feel insecure, intimidated. Uh, you're, uh, you're not very sure of yourself and, and nothing feels safe. Fearful when nothing feels very safe. looking at some of the effects, that was uh, just a, a, an attempt to this, uh, what peace isn't, and so forth, but what, well, how could we define peace, or, or what are some ways that peace affects us? Isaiah chapter 20, or 32, verse 17, a, a verse that I found some years ago that had been very... Uh, uh, special to me, and and just been helpful. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. And as I look at that verse, uh, the work of righteousness shall be peace. Uh, There's correlation between righteousness and peace. But the idea there of peace and quietness and assurance go together. There's a quietness and assurance in your heart, in your soul. Deep down, there's a quietness and a, an assurance, regardless of what's happening, because of the Lord Jesus. He is giving us his peace. The Holy Spirit's presence is with us. God is with us that gives us peace and a quietness and an assurance of the soul, not because of what I accomplish or achieve, it's not at all of that, but because the presence of the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God is with us, we can have peace. We can have a quietness and an assurance in our hearts and our souls that transcends our circumstances and As we go through life, there's all kinds of things that come up and and unexpected things that we experience. And deep down inside, we can have peace because Jesus gives us peace. He's the Prince of Peace. It's not not a ceasefire. It's not just a toleration of things, but a soul peace that really, really uh, has a spiritual effect for us. Because of the presence of the Lord Jesus, who had the promise, Jesus says, In Matthew 28, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. I am with you always. Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, nothing shall offend them. Great peace is to those who love God and his ways. And and, uh, nothing shall offend them has the idea of nothing's going to disturb us. Nothing will... Nothing will... uh, Cause us to feel unsafe because Jesus is with us. Great peace have they which love thy law. The peace of Jesus, as I as I looked at this, uh, one of the things that uh, one way that I that I found best to, uh, helps me understand the peace that Jesus gives. The peace of Jesus causes the soul to feel safe. And if you stop and think of it, there's a lot of things that cause us to feel unsafe, insecure. The peace of Jesus really helps our soul to feel safe. Every one of us wants that. We want to feel safe. And the peace of Jesus provides that deep down in our souls to feel safe. When the soul feels safe, circumstances become less imposing. When the soul feels safe. Just some years ago, uh, <clears throat> during a, a time of, oh, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty and, and uh, struggle and so forth. And, and uh, we, I was... Uh, I was to attend a meeting and we, uh, over a period of time there were a variety of meetings, but I remember specifically one time was scheduled to attend this meeting and, and I knew it was going to be a difficult meeting. And uh, I don't know if you've ever felt, and I came to that place, I thought it was just other people who did that, but I came to the place one day at work. I just felt so... Burden heavy, whatever. Lord, what's you know? How do I? How do I do this? And uh, one day at work, I just found a little room and and spent a little time praying there. And and I said to the Lord, and uh, I've heard people say that. And I, I again, I just didn't think maybe I'd ever get to that. But that's really how I felt. Lord, I'm at the end of the rope. Where are you, I? As I prayed, I said that. And I, in my mind, you know, visualizing, I was hanging onto a rope with a knot there at the end and, and in, a, in a dark place. It wasn't brightly lit, but just, you know, it was a dark time. I'm at the end of the rope. Where are you? And I didn't hear an audible voice or like that and so forth, but almost immediately impressed on my mind was, I am right here with you and I'm holding you. And just knowing that presence of Jesus, it gave a peace that I couldn't have gotten any other way. I am with you. I have that promise in Matthew chapter 28. I guess I sort of forgot it. But he is with us. I am with you and I'm holding you and that that presence, that, that, uh, that answer to that prayer just gave me peace. And that peace helped me. It didn't change the meeting. It didn't change the circumstances. It changed my heart. The peace of Jesus causes the soul to feel safe. Then I felt safe. Regardless of what goes on, I felt safe. The Lord knows what's happening, and he cares for us. When the soul feels safe, the circumstances just simply become less imposing. Otherwise, we can feel overwhelmed by our circumstances or situations. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. I've heard different... uh, terms used to describe that rule the two uh, could be uh, translated different ways and different translations use different words but let the peace of god rule in your heart and one of the words that i found uh, that i i like there let the peace of god prevail and the idea of prevailing is it's uh, it's governing it's it's the prominent leader in your heart let it prevail in your heart. Let it be, and prevail also has the idea of winning, not losing. If, if one team prevails over the other, it wins. Let the peace of God be the winner in your heart. Let it govern. Let it prevail in your heart. Because out of the peace in our heart, in our soul, out of the peace in or lack of it inside, out of the peace in our souls we speak and act. And as I thought of that, uh, out of the peace in the soul, I speak and act. And I just wrote a few things down, a couple words to describe what does that, what does the peace of God, ca- how does the peace of God cause us to speak and act? Caused causes us to do that in redemptive ways. Not destructive or yeah, maybe destructive, a good word there. Redemptive means I, it's to, I, it, it, uh, I'm helping redeem or bring back to good a situation. Causes us to speak and act redemptively, not destructively. In helpful ways, not hurtful ways. The peace in my soul, because I feel safe, I'm able to... Uh, speak and act in inspiring ways, not discouraging people, but inspiring, helping. It caused me to be, speak and act in truthful ways, not deceptive ways. And uh, we could, you could make a, an ongoing list there as well. Out of the peace in your soul, out of the peace in your soul you act or the lack of peace in your soul, you act and speak as well. Jesus said, <clears throat> He gives us His peace. We can have His peace in our soul, and then we can act and speak in positive, upbuilding, and helpful ways. The peace of Jesus causes the soul to feel safe. And again, then it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, the soul feels safe. And that makes a big difference in how we respond, how we live out our lives. The peace of Jesus causes the soul to feel safe. Peace in my heart is not dictated by circumstances. It is dictated by my trust in the presence of Jesus. Only Jesus can cause my soul to feel safe. We can look at all kinds of other, look in all kinds of other places, try all kinds of other means. There just isn't another one. Jesus says, my peace I give to you. My my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give unto you. It's Completely different than that. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be fearful, neither let it be afraid. We need that safe place, and Jesus provides that. The peace of Jesus causes the soul to feel safe. Ask for the peace of Jesus, and he gives it. He's wanting to give it. He gives it. And at times I think he gives it, and we don't even altogether realize it or we he's so gracious he gives it feel free to ask for the peace of jesus he is the prince of peace let's pray lord we thank you that we can have your word and the scriptures to teach us and to show us who you are and who we are thank you lord for the promise that you give to giving to to give us peace you are the only one who can give us peace in our hearts and our soul deep inside, regardless of what's happening out uh, around us. Thank you, Lord, that you are the one who gives us a safe place. We can always trust in you. You are altogether faithful. Pray, Lord, that you will bless the congregation here as they serve you. May they serve you because they love you. And their serving others can be a blessing to others. They can honor you in your ways. We ask this in Jesus' name.